Good morning, Tom. How's it going? I love your sweatshirt. Oh, I love your sweatshirt. <laughs> we totally did not plan this. It's hilarious. No, <laughs> no it I like it in black, actually. I think, I think it, I need to ask it, someone it, to like, get one of those in black. Yeah, this is this is some nice swag here, boy. I tell you, I wish I was fitter. I'd make the sweatshirt look a little better. Yeah, me too. Well, how's your <laughs> week been so far? Mm, well, it's been full of challenges, but, um, you know, we wouldn't have it any other way. Um, learning and growing, learning mm -hmm. and growing. Um, so the machine shop has been challenging, but we just finished up a Thursday session with Michael. So we had three sessions this week oh, wow. and, um, boy, we've been taking some deep dives uh, mm -hmm. this week cool. and, um, really getting into the nitty gritty part of it. You know, uh, by this time we figured out how to create a customer, how to, uh, generate an estimate, sure. how to take that estimate, <clears throat> make a part out of it, and then pull that into a work order and start logging time on a work order. And really, you know, it, it took us two months or, or whatever to get the really the lay of the land, the, the, the 90% of mm -hmm. what we're going to be using pro shop for uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. But now we are drilling for gold and okay. um, there, there's so much. I mean, last night I, <clears throat> I was at home sitting in bed, my laptop, just watching videos watching amy you know discuss all of the wonderful things and <clears throat> you can go down a rabbit hole i was gonna you say can... is your wife is your wife patient with you <laughs> watching pro shop videos in bed at night <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's very very patient with me i was uh, <clears throat> uh i think i got into bed about 7 30 last night i was so exhausted but um you know this the, the resource, the online resource, the help tabs, all those little question marks beside everything. Right. It, it's almost, I mean, I, I wouldn't say you're ever replace a Michael, but, you know, there'd be new custom, new employees coming on. And, sure. you know, Michael uh, has shown us around. Mm -hmm. So we've got a lot, a lot of resources. And I actually enjoy learning about new stuff. And we did a lot of that this week. So it's been fantastic. That's exciting. You want to show us? Oh yeah. Learn happy to. <clears throat> cool. Yep. I'm going to share my screen here. <clears throat> see that. Okay. Yep. It's coming in great. Yep. Okay. So like you've said in previous videos, we use workshop for the training, just like we do with uh, work order uh, that we are working on in-house. And so we're down in here in the 80s. Yeah. Um, um, working on this. And um, so <clears throat> if I'll just drive over here to the what what I'm really getting into, and that is uh, when you when you bubble a print, you know, and, and days gone past, you, you just take a magic marker and indicate all of the dimensions and the GDNT that mm -hmm. and the notes 
that you want and you relied on somebody to look at that piece of paper and, and follow the yellow brick road down to the end. Yeah, well, write their results <clears throat> on a piece and another piece of paper. <laughs> and hope they don't get anything screwed up. But this is this is actually so fantastic because now what we do, when I bubble a print, I actually import that bubbled print and populate on the part. So here's uh, the part level. Mm -hmm. And so I've got a bubble print <clears throat> for this for this part. So I had just gotten through bubbling it. And okay. so I wanted to, uh, it has been approved, and I wanted to attach that print, that approved okay. print now to this part. So here's the part. And I love it that ProShop gives you a, <laughs> really quick way to get your get your file so yeah that holding tank is also a funny tank. name we we that name was created more than 20 years ago i'm sure just about 20 years ago <laughs> <laughs> there well, you go who of us so, who of us have not been in the holding tank <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's awesome thanks for showing us that so if you yeah so there it is linked right and if you scroll up mm -hmm that um, the field that's now green uh, used to be red. It was red just a few seconds ago, if people didn't yeah, notice. Um, and it was not a hyperlink. And that now is a link. Um, of course, we don't want to show your customer's drawing. But you know, if you click on that, it'll open up the, uh, the drawing in a new tab. So you can uh, only have access to the latest revision of the drawing that this job should be running at. And I don't know if, if Michael mentioned this to you, but let's say this turns into a high volume part and you're making you know work order after work order and then the customer rolls out a new rev and they say go ahead and finish delivering this work order you know at this old rev but then the next work order please start at rev c well you can reapprove a new print for the part level and the existing work orders running at rev b will still be fine and the employees working mm -hmm. on those work orders will only have access to the rev b drawing but the new work orders yeah. uh, will be at rev c so they can be uh, you know, concurrently running in the shop at two different revs and the people on each work order will only see the appropriate drawing. Well, it's our hope that this, this is exactly what will happen. As a matter of fact, when we started ProShop, <clears throat> we had, uh, we had the Rev A. Oh, okay. And, uh, and so we then we switched to, to two Rev B on mm -hmm. this. But also these links down here will take you to um, if uh, you want to open up the, the solid model of that mm -hmm. or the PDF or or any of the other data that we have. Right. It, it's it's so awesome not to have to go dig. There's no digging. <laughs> no, just looking. I uh, just. And it's and it's all right there, and um, so this this is all appropriate to the part. But the really exciting thing that I got into this week is when I inspect this part, mm -hmm. I will I have a a machine that prints that you you inspect the part and then you label 
uh, each dimension. So uh, the bubble number one, yep. uh, the dim tag one applies to that, and then it'll export it on a CSV. And then it's not just another piece of paper. It comes right into ProShop. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't tell you uh, what a marketing um, advantage that's going to give me when I can tell my customers, no, we're not writing numbers down and transposing numbers. Mm-hmm. It's coming straight from the inspection equipment, straight into ProShop straight into a report yeah i don't that's i don't this is i've never even heard of that before it's fantastic so we have a uh a fun little story and it's actually it's a modern machine shop article or blog post um based on a uh uh a a talk that a customer and i gave at the top shops conference in 2019 um where Uh they were they were dual sourced on a part and their customer decided they were going to eliminate the dual source and go to one source. Um, mm-hmm. And because uh, the company had gotten purchased and they were revamping the supply chain. And so wow. they visited our customer and they visited the other shop. And as they you know, showed them pro shop in the conference room, and then they went out on the shop floor, the customers watched them putting in inspection results, looking at real time, you know, uh, results, yeah. red, green, yellow, <laughs> Um, visual work instructions, you know, and they mm. ended up eliminating the other shop and giving the entire project to our customer. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a competitive advantage and, and, you know, cause they probably had similar equipment, right? There wasn't anything super revolutionary about the machines they were using. So it's not, that's not an advantage. It's really down to their right. business processes that become the advantage that makes that customer say, yeah, I want to work with you and give you that order. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm old enough to remember when customers um, would pay for a result and would not pay for your paperwork process. I mean, that was just a that was just an added thing that kind of you did to make your business run well. And it's the exact opposite now. Customers are paying for the paperwork because, like you said, hey, everybody's got a mill and a lathe and a cam system, and mm-hmm. you know warm body standing around. But the nice thing about this part, this um, part check info is, I don't know if you can see it well on my screen, but there's these little check marks right here in process inspection. Mm-hmm. So that when the machinist is at the machine, they've got two monitors and they're clicking through this and adding those in process inspections. And if yep. they don't add it, they don't get the green light. It's, it's, um, there's so much to remember on a day-to-day basis and these color coordinations, the yellows and the greens and the blues, it's just, um, it's very visually laid out and it's very helpful when you're, uh, I did, I can do two things badly. (laughs) I don't multitask very well at all, but I can see whether or not something needs my attention. You know, yeah, and you can monitor that from you can monitor that from home while a machinist is making parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I had a customer tell so, me they were uh, once they had an employee doing inspection in process on paper, and they just got it wrong in their head about the the tolerance range. So they kept writing down the wrong result 
time after time making mm. bad parts, making bad parts, and they thought it was good mm. and they didn't realize. So yeah, the, the, the automatic pop-up, no, this is a bad result. Do you want to make mm. a non-conformance report? That, that, that gets people's attention. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, can I show you something else? Do we have time yeah. for this? Yeah, sure we do. Okay. So I was really excited about this screen today, uh, this week, Paul. Um, in the previous estimates that I was doing, I had not set up uh, my workstation and all of my equipment that we charge for. Mm -hmm. um, I have not given it an hourly rate. So each mm -hmm. quote that I was, each estimate that I was doing, you know, I'd say, well, it's, it's this, well, I want a standard just like everybody else. And I want to be consistent. I don't want to have to remember, you know, what I charged customer A versus customer B. So you guys have developed this machine portion of the overhead and you've even given it a date stamp so that, you know, if all of our rates are going down in 2021, we can do that across the board and have it time stamped. Yep. Um, so this is, this has been fantastic um, to go set these values um, for, um, you know, five axes versus four axes. Mm -hmm. um, sure tumblers versus saws and sandblasters and, and inspection equipment. So, um, and to know, for instance, if I buy a new piece of equipment, how much have I built to that, that particular piece of equipment? Is it paying for itself? Was this sure. a good investment? <laughs> Do I need two of those? Right. Um, so that's yeah, real information. It is. And, and what we found over the years ourselves is that if you don't do that, if you just use a single rate for all of your work, um, mm -hmm. you will by definition not win jobs that require more simple, less expensive equipment, and you will win a greater mm -hmm. proportion of jobs that use your most valuable assets. So you'll be mm -hmm. imbalanced in the shop, right? You'll get no lathe work, mm -hmm. but you will be winning right. mill jobs. Um, and that's just not what right. you want. You want a nice balance across your different machines. Um, and you'll well, also notice in I, here I, that like you can estimate it at one rate and internally job cost it at a different rate. That's what that, that second column is. Um, yeah. like if you want to charge 110 bucks an hour, but internally you're only going to cost it at 95, right. For your internal job costing mm -hmm. that, that gives you that option. I see you have them all the same, which is fine. Lots of shops do it that way, right. but, um, right. But yeah. Well, that, that's um, that is fantastic. I am not very experienced. So we just discovered this this week. And so I just, I took a shot at this, mm -hmm. but certainly when I go to my estimates, I mean, I can override these. If, if, if oh, I sure, look yeah. at a print and go, Oh, pff, no, there's no way this is, you know, I want to be competitive. I know, you know, what's going on with this, this is something I'm very familiar with or not something I'm very familiar with at all. It's very complicated you know, just adjusting it is no big deal, but this gives me a solid, consistent baseline that I'm, mm -hmm. I'm estimating, but ideally I'm not going to be the only one that's going to be doing this. So between me sure. and the other guy and the other guy, get some consistency here. And I think that 
again, we're talking about marketing um, yourselves to your customers. Uh, who likes to see a quote, you know, come back for some wildly different number for a, a similar scope of work? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, sure. that really creates doubt in the customer's mind. Um, I can do that on my own. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you can do that on the back of a napkin. Uh, yeah, I, I, <clears throat> but having this having the software controls dialed in also <clears throat> makes me more efficient. Um, and it's hard to remember. Well, was it a hundred or a hundred and ten? Right. You know, it's there. Yeah. It's there. It makes my estimating very efficient. Um, so I'm really, I, I was juiced when I saw this and got that set up. So that's awesome. appreciate you letting me show that. So we're, we're really doing great here. We've got a, a couple of things that we're not quite done with there. Yep. I think we have one more element in each one of these articles to complete. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're really moving right along. Yeah, and we've gotten to that good critical mass where we're we understand what we're doing, we're learning, and um, I love it. I so, love it. yeah, me too. So uh, you probably have also, if you're this far into work orders, you probably have <clears throat> um, have touched on the pre-processing checklist. Is that the case? Oh, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> yes, we have. Um, you want to so, take a look at um, order? Yeah, and absolutely. Let me uh, grab get to that here. one right there on your screen if you want. <clears throat> okay. In the recent, um, yeah, right, right down there, the work order right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see you do. So before you click in, um, right down in uh, uh, in this section, this will show you the status of the pre-processing checklist. Um, which is also, by the way, shown on the schedule. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so that that's to show. So, well, go ahead and show the checklist. Go ahead and you know click into that one. You know, it's right there. If you didn't remember. I did. And uh, and uh, this is. Well, do you want to describe how at least how how you've been thinking about this, or or how Michael's shared it with you? Well, this is this has been a, um, a just a consistency reminder of um, keeping up. We are a brand new shop, and we're really in, uh, aiming toward um, ISO certification. And so, we have quality procedures that we need to follow. And this pre-processing checklist is insurance that we do what we say we were going to do that we don't just slap it on our website that we did a good job so um we go through and we verify that the print revision is uh as it should be um and through each one of these um to to be sure that everything is set up and we're not backtracking or forgetting a step, a logical step in the process. And Paul, I remember a couple of episodes ago, I said, pro shop is nothing more than a logical way to 
get all of the buckets that you're familiar with and put the information in it. The right. pre-processing checklist isn't just a bucket. It's like a panoramic view of the buckets when you get into a work order. So this is a fantastic way of making sure that these things were actually done. And we do not pencil whip these things. You know, right. we go through them and make sure that these things are followed. At the end of the day, it does get the parts out to the customer faster. And we know oh, yeah. that when they go out, we have done everything that we've been asked to do. Yep. And it, it, it will actually translate into dollars as well. And I'll give you an example. We have had a few customers now that have told us that by doing a little bit more methodical planning process, like you're doing here, they have mm -hmm. saved more money on the back end uh, or in the middle end um, where they had to, you know, overnight some tools because someone forgot to order them sure. or the material right. or they got behind. So they had to expedite the anodizing process. They are saving more yeah. money offsetting hmm. those costs than their entire pro shop subscription cost them. Like I, I would have that no problem alone. believing that. So uh, I started out, I started out doing something wrong or, or something outside of pro shop. When I first got pro shop, mm -hmm. I was, I needed to get a quote out or, or something right. that that error cost me about a half a year subscription alone. Oh, wow. It was a big time error because I short circuited the process mm -hmm. um, and I needed to get something out quick. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was about a $2,700 mistake. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I was just, yeah. I, I was just trying to get something done sure. out of the system. So I tell you, it was, um, <laughs> it's easy well, you, to see. Yeah. Well, you bring up a door. really good point that I'm, that <clears throat> kind of translates into what I want to mention next. So this, this particular list that you're looking here on this, on your screen is, is pretty comprehensive, right? There's a lot here. Um, yeah. Now this checklist is what pro shop, you know, by default ships with, uh, for, a, a new work order that you've not run before. Okay. Right. So on the work on the main work order page, and if you click back into your tab next to that, um, yeah, see how this work order type, let me annotate that uh, right here. So this is a first run or new rev mm -hmm. work order, which means, you know, you've never run these parts before, or it's a new rev that you haven't run before, which you can also see by this little red flag. That mean that means this is the first time you've run rev B. Yeah. Anyway, that pre-processing checklist is configured the way it looks because of that work order status, right? If you then get a second, you know, order of these parts uh, at mm -hmm. rev B, the, the, and you and you designate that as a repeat production order, which means uh -huh. same rev, just a different, then this checklist is going to be considerably smaller because there are lots of things on mm. here that you don't need to do <clears> twice, <throat> right? You don't need to reprogram it if it's already been programmed, right? So right. Like most of this section will go away. You know, a bunch of this section will be like, you don't need to do the, the, the dim tagging, right? That, that's, that's been done right. the first time. 
So right. we don't want right. to needlessly make you check boxes just because they're there the first time. Right. So yeah, it flexes right. and you have complete control over those work order types, over what the configuration of these checklists are. Right. Um, I mean, we had, we had, you know, sometimes prototype jobs, right? Where we just quick and dirty want to get it out there. We don't care. We're going to grab some material off of our REM shelf, just make something mm -hmm. super quick and dirty. You know, and we basically, you know, we'll do almost nothing, you know, except maybe making sure we have the right drawing, right? Um, mm. And so you could have a prototype status with a very minimal checklist, right? So mm. I think that's an important thing to understand to, to, because some people, quite honestly, when they look at ProShop, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so much work. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, and I know when you first saw it, you're like, wow, you know, it's, it's amazing, but you know, it's overwhelming, you know, and once right. you become proficient with it, it's just sort of like second nature, but, um, but yeah, this, the fact that we, you know, and I didn't design the feature of this checklist, so I can kind of gush on it a little bit. The fact that it does change automatically based on work order type is just really important mm -hmm. because we want people to be consistent. You know, and but we don't want to force people to do something that they shouldn't logically do anyway, right? It's just sort right. of establishing best practices, building a system for scalability and growth. Um, but again, not needlessly making checkboxes and things you got to fill out just because you know uh, right. we're trying to force you to do more stuff, right? So right. Anyway, uh, I, I I wish I'd heard of. Pro shop 20 years ago because I had I've spent that much time battling consistency, you know, and that that was that was all I had battled. Um, well, 20 years ago, it didn't have this checklist. It had like two modules, <laughs> it had like parts and work <laughs> orders because <laughs> we built it in 2000. That's when we started building it. All right. Well, anyway, I, I get the point, though. I appreciate. It. I get the point. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome, Tom. Right. Um, well, you, yeah, you are really picking up stride, and this is super fun to to have you share this with us. So, thank you so much. <laughs> well, this is it's um, it's beyond comforting to know that this is one aspect of my business. I was never second thought this. I've right. second thought, uh, you know. A lot of other decisions. Not this one. Not this one. So well, thank you. thanks for doing it. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. Right. Well, awesome. Well, I'll let you get on with your day. Um, good luck with that Huzz, uh, that machine. Hopefully you get that tapping issue fixed and, uh, and keep on fighting the good fight. Yes, sir. You too. It, always good to see you, Paul. All right. Thanks, Tom. Take care. Take care.